baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Out of shots in New York, but Dr. Fauci says not out of hope. We got to do better. You just can't throw your hands up and say that's the way it is. One place that is doing better? COVID cases drop in Connecticut. The governor to Washington, give us more vaccine. If they give us more vaccines, we can speed it up. I'm Sean Adams in Bridgeport. You want a shot without an appointment? You got to skip a night's sleep. People have been lined up since midnight for a walk-in vaccine clinic in New Jersey. It's amazing what they have done. I'm Marla Diamond in Patterson. The Port Authority has plans for a gleaming, spacious new Port Authority bus terminal, and we'll talk with the woman who helped draw it up, the legendary Loretta Weinberg, as she returns from an incredible, retires from an incredible 45 years in public service. Meet new Jets head coach Robert Sala. Get used to the mantra, all gas. No break. And the Knicks beat the Warriors for their third straight win. This is Brad Heller. And we're all gassed up this Friday, January 22nd. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. TGIF, good morning. It's Wayne Cabot, Friday, January 22nd. It's going to be a decent day today, one of the warmer days for a while. Uh, right around 40, 42 degrees today with some sunshine. We're going to be asking Craig Allen, though, about the possibility of a measurable, maybe shovelable or plowable snow Monday night into Tuesday. Stand by for that. First, health officials have held up Connecticut as an example of getting the vaccine out right and keeping the COVID rates low. Let's go live now to Sean Adams in Connecticut. Sean, we saw New York City closing down vaccination centers yesterday. But what's the story in Connecticut? Well, Connecticut is not running out of vaccine. Governor Lamont says if you have an appointment right now, you will get your shot. So why is Connecticut succeeding? Probably for a couple of reasons. One, Connecticut's population, three and a half million people, that's far smaller than New York. It's a lot easier to manage. But also, Connecticut has taken a different approach. Connecticut didn't open up the floodgates. It has taken a gradual approach. The focus now, people over 75. So really, it's one step at a time here. 65 and up won't be eligible um, until early February. Frontline essential workers and people with chronic medical conditions late February into early March. Now, some teachers in Connecticut, they mistakenly got appointments. The state put a stop to that because it's not their time yet. In New York, uh, teachers, uh, they all lined up to get their appointments, and some people have to wait a few months. So you can see the difference here. Connecticut is receiving just under 50,000 doses a week. The governor would love to get five times that amount, but for now it seems Connecticut is uh, keeping pace with that supply, Wayne. And the COVID numbers are lower too, Sean. What's the latest on that? Promising signs Connecticut is moving past the winter spike. The lowest weekly positivity rate since December 2nd, 5.2%. That is down two points in a week. So if you look at the map, 97 percent, 97 percent of Connecticut is still a red zone. It doesn't look good, but the number of new cases, the number is declining in places like Hartford, Danbury, Stamford, Norwalk, and here in Bridgeport. 
Uh, so the governor thinks that this is evidence that the vaccine is working, and uh, this is some encouraging news. Sean, thank you. Let's go over to Jersey now. Marta Diamond's at a vaccine center where you don't need an appointment and where the line forms long before the sun comes up. Marla in Patterson, how early does that line form? Well, we've spoken to people, Wayne, this morning who have been here since midnight last night. That is because there is a limited number of doses uh, here at International High School, right off Route 80, and it has drawn people from all over the state, some people from out of state coming here to wait in line. But city officials say the state is reducing Patterson's weekly shipment of COVID-19 vaccine by 65% at a time when hundreds of people are forming the lines for inoculations. They got about 2,000 doses from the state on Tuesday. They requested 7,000, according to the mayor. So what limited doses they have here, people are lining up. They've been waiting in the cold for hours. We spoke to Darlene Torres, who has been here since 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, you have to just wait. You know, you wait. It's not a big hassle. It's only a few hours out of your day. And then you'll feel 100% better. You'll feel ease, you know, peace of mind a little bit. That's what I want, peace of mind. Known people that have gotten sick? Or? I've known about seven people who have passed. I just want to take care, protect me and my family. Patterson hit so hard by the virus. So many here have gotten sick or died. This site is open only to Patterson residents today with proof of residence. And you do have to get here early because there are a limited number of vaccines. And yeah. we're live in Patterson. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Yes, very, very early. Thank you, Marla. And about New York City's vaccine drying up, Mayor de Blasio says he's already been in touch on the phone with the new team in Washington and hopes to get a clear picture in a few days on getting more doses. The new Biden team, they just got in the door and they're finally getting the facts they have been asking for, but they were not provided during the transition. Dr. Anthony Fauci followed up last night on his comment that it is liberating not to have to contradict a president and let the science speak and be transparent, but the truth is daunting. He told CNN the numbers are crushing. They're devastating. The only way we're going to get around it is to act in unity. Everybody wear a mask. Everybody adhere to the public health measures. Get the vaccine out as expeditiously as possible. Do everything we can to get the doses available and to get them into people's arms. Set the goal, which I think is a reasonable goal, of 100 million doses or 100 million people being vaccinated in the first 100 days. And just look at the things that you can do. How can the federal government and the states work together? By the way, Fauci yesterday sent a video message out to the MTA employees here in the city urging they get that vaccine and reminding them it's 95% effective. It is the best way, he said, to restore our lives. It is the morning news roundup. Stock futures are indicating a lower opening this morning. Joe Connolly's here now with the most popular section of Entrepreneur's Magazine website now, Joe. Yeah, Wayne, and it shows how people keep adapting through all of this. The most popular section is stories on side hustles, part-time work, moonlighting to make extra money, to have a backup plan if you lose your job, and explore the idea of starting your own hey, business while right. still employed by somebody else. So here's advice on moonlighting from Entrepreneur Magazine Editor-in-Chief Jason Pfeiffer. 
pick an idea and test it. The number one way that people get stuck is that they have 10 ideas and they can't decide which one and they start to sort of noodle on them all and they get nowhere. Pick one idea. What's the idea that you have the resources available to you right now to at least test it and then go out there and test it. You got it. You got to just start somewhere. And that's more for starting a business, but it applies to part-time work as well. Paycheck says most of the side jobs people are doing involve research or writing for somebody, business development, data entry, visual design work, and coaching. And a hiring consultant says, Wayne, that the key to all of this is to run towards something you're interested in. Don't just be running away from something else. Thank you, Joe. What about the snow we're hearing about? Craig Allen's take next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's go to the Weather Center. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here with the Exergen forecast. What's up, Craig? Well, starting off with 39 this morning, Wayne, which is uh, pretty mild for this time of year. Yeah, it feels cold because it's a little bit of a breeze from a westerly direction, dropping the wind chill down to around 30, but it should actually be in the upper, 20, uh, upper 20s at this time of year. It will get to that and lower as we get on into the weekend. So we started off a little over 40 today, about 45 perhaps, even around the city with such a mild start. Then a chance for a flurry or snow shower in spots, partly cloudy, windy, and colder after that. Mid-20s, near 20 inland, wind chill in the teens, and then the weekend is just plain old cold. Just 30 to 35 for daytime highs, teens and 20s at night with a gusty wind. 39 now, humidity 52%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. On Friday, we got word a little while ago this morning that President Biden today is going to let states significantly increase food stamps to struggling families. And continuous school meals programs started during the pandemic. Details to come on that throughout the day. Oh, the on-again, off-again implosion of Trump Plaza is on again. Atlantic City officials have moved it to February 17th with a new auction to benefit the Boys and Girls Club. The owner, Carl Icahn, wanted to take it apart floor by floor, fearing injuries in the crowd, but apparently they will blow it up with a VIP viewing section. Special shout-out to the Long Island Lotto lady, Ali Kusiditz from Old Bethpage. To get into her lottery pool costs you 10 bucks plus $2 for charity. 800 people plus are in that pool, and the beneficiaries? We've done uh, St. Jude's, we've done uh, Cohen's Children's Hospital, we've done the fire department in our town here, we've done uh, North Shore Animal League, Uh, we've done Long Island Birthday Wishes, Coalition for the Homeless. She told our Long Island reporter Sophia Hall that she does this every time the jackpot swells. Just like tonight, the Mega Million stands at $970 million, third biggest. We may never know the identity of the person who grabbed the Powerball at that country market in Maryland, coal country, town with 22% poverty rate. In Maryland, you can stay anonymous. But good luck in a small town when you've won $731.1 million. Well, the Jets have introduced their new head coach. We're talking about Robert Sala and uh, Brad Heller. Good morning. What's your first impression? Good morning, Wayne. Two things that come to mind off the top, energy and passion. You hear players say all the time that they'd run through a wall for their coach. Well, that would be Robert Sala. Yesterday, he stressed his mantra, all gas and no break. And that's really how he jumped into coaching himself in the first place. It was right after 9-11. His brother was working in the South Tower that day and he was able to escape. Sala was working in finance in Michigan at the time, and he shared that story yesterday with Carton and Roberts on the fan. 
it was the Monday after I'm sitting down in my cubicle and I, I, I broke down. I absolutely, I lost it. And, uh, I left work, uh, you know, just, just tears coming down my eyes cause I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I knew it. And, wow. uh, and so I, I, and that's where it all started. Yeah, Robert Sala said, I am supposed to be here. We'll see if Sam Darnold will be here with him. Sala praised Darnold's ability, but did not make a commitment to the quarterback for next season. The Jets do have options, Wayne, including the number two pick in the draft. Interesting background. Thank you, Brad. Uh, also, great start to the Knicks West Coast road trip. Yeah, they beat the Warriors out in San Francisco, 119-104 for their third straight win. They get back to 500 on the season at 8-8. Eight and eight. R.J. Barrett continuing to improve. He scored a career-high 28 points. Now, the Knicks got an assist from the officials in this one. Draymond Green was ejected in the first half. He picked up two technicals. The second technical, the officials actually apologized to head coach Steve Kerr. They called it a mistake because Green was yelling at a teammate, not at a ref, and the officials <laughs> threw him out anyway. How about that? Thank you, Brad. Friday morning, it's the Morning News Roundup. January 22nd, I'm Wayne Kapp. Good to have you with us. Here are three things to know. Russia just said this morning, yes, it is on board with President Biden's first big foreign policy outreach to extend the only remaining U.S.-Russia nuclear arms deal before it runs out just two weeks from today. Second thing, Staten Island drivers, you can relax. The MTA is keeping your Verrazano Bridge discount. And a third thing, uh, Joe Connolly touched on this before, a plan to build a more spacious Port Authority bus terminal. They're talking about this again. It's going to be right where the current bus terminal is. To pay the $10 billion price tag, they would sell air rights to build over the terminal. They would build three other high-rises nearby. Loretta Weinberg, the New Jersey Senate leader from Bergen County, says it was a hard fight to get this in the 10-year capital plan of the Port Authority. And because she is leaving politics... After an incredible 45 years in New Jersey government, retiring this year, we gave her a call. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for inviting me. What would you love to see happen before you leave office? Well, I do still have some legislative priorities, access to health care, open government, reform of our New Jersey transit system. You know, you said in your uh, intro that I was leaving politics. But I don't think I will ever quite leave politics until I am no longer able to do anything. <laughs> and most particularly, I am looking forward to the new beginning, albeit a tough one for our country. Yeah, you, you, since you're bringing that up, let's, let's go there. So here we have a new beginning, a brand new day, but two-thirds of Republican voters say in the most recent poll, they do not consider this election to be legitimate. How do we go forward with that hanging over our heads? That's going to take a while. It took four years of constant misinformation lies to convince two-thirds of the Republicans. But uh, Joe Biden seems to be the right person in the right time. That doesn't always happen in politics. And I think two years into President Joe Biden's administration, you will see those poll numbers very different. The Republicans have clearly split. Do the Democrats face any such challenges with progressives and more mainstream Democrats? Well, I came into the party in the 60s. So yes, the Democratic Party had to weather people like me in those years. You came in as a progressive and eventually your policies are mainstream now. What do you tell younger versions of you now serving progressives in these divided times? It takes 
a lot of focus and you have to learn when to ruffle the waters and when to work to get 21 votes in the Senate and 41 votes in the Assembly and one governor to sign it. You know, you have a situation now in New Jersey where the legislature we thought would follow the will of the people in terms of legalizing recreational cannabis. What's holding things up? Well, we don't uh, go after kids if they're caught with a cigarette. So the same thing should hold true with marijuana. And then there is the feeling on the other side that, no, you have to at least have some punishment in there. So that's what's being argued out right now. But we'll get there. Senator Weinberg, who has been called the most consequential legislator in the history of New Jersey by none less than the governor right now, Phil Murphy. Congratulations on all you've done and good luck in your future. And I know you're not done yet, so we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. And thanks to all your listeners. Everybody stay safe. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air on radio.com and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 